0: Welcome to Grounds for Discussion, a book club podcast for the average joe.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Grounds for Discussion. I'm Becky. And I'm Laura. And we have missed you all.
0: We are
1: excited to be back for the new year. Um, How's your year going so far, Laura?
0: (laughs) Uh, pretty, it's, it's following well on the heels of 2020, but it's not been bad. Um, but a lot, we have a lot, like our good friends have COVID and just like we haven't seen people and stuff because it's, you know, it's just been, (laughs) it's just been a little crazy. And as you know, of course, we've seen our parents and we've seen you guys yep. so we really just for a while hadn't been seeing people just because we knew we were gonna see right family and people who you know have more vulnerable immune systems so it's been it's been pretty isolated but it yeah. hasn't been bad it's yeah. been good yeah um and it was definitely good to see everybody for christmas yeah and um yeah so it's been it's been pretty good so far how about yeah. you pretty good um
1: we're just getting back into the swing of things here, you know. Yeah. Um so that's been good to go back to a routine, you know. Like Yes. It's it's always good after a little break to feel normal again. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, yeah. So it's been good so far. Um good. Al- always, you know, crazy our world is spiraling down,
0: but other than <laughs> that, <laughs> it's
1: been a little nutty in the world.
0: Um <laughs> you Know, keep it, keeping the eyes
1: focused, right? I, exactly,
0: <laughs> yeah. And I just have to remind myself, it's, it's it really isn't anything new. We've exactly. been exactly nothing new um, under the sun, <laughs> exactly. We've, we've really been very blessed not to have had to go through anything like this before, yep. you know. I mean, yeah. it's kind of this, this really is how the world works, and it will be until,
1: yep.
0: Christ returns. So, right. yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> just makes us more eager for that time, right? Yes. <laughs>
0: And to remember that this still is a period of grace and mercy, and yep. that mm-hmm. you know there's a reason he hasn't come back yet. And yeah, so yeah,
1: yeah, Amen, sister. So
0: right on
1: this book uh, we read, this Tenderland seems like ten thousand years ago. We yeah, read it. it Really
0: feels <laughs> like a long time ago now because we because t- we took that break. Now oh, yes, yes, know. but um, so we'll see if we can remember this thing, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> we'll see and especially because uh this book has a lot of um a lot of topics characters it. yes yeah, a and lot of characters so details it, and it'll be interesting uh, we'll, we'll just hit the highlights yes
0: yes we're just gonna skim <laughs> through folks we can you know uh,
1: yes <laughs> but i am uh interested to see what you thought about this book so it should be a fun discussion
0: but yeah.
1: we, we talked a little bit about what dessert we would like to pair with it. Um, would, would you like to tell the audience what the dessert is?
0: Yes. So um, those of you who've read it know this is kind of set during Depression-era Midwest. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, so obviously during a time of, you know, great need and using... Every last bit of food that you could get a hold of, and that yeah. kind of thing. So, we actually picked a Depression era dessert.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's actually um, the thing that I found says it's really um, from early Pennsylvania Dutch settlers. So, I'm assuming that would mean, you know, of German descent. Okay. And it's called Shoe Fly Pie. Mm-hmm. And I, first of all, I just thought it was a cute title. I'm yeah. Like, well, you know, Shoe Fly makes
1: you think of the you know. song.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And so I was like, okay, that, that sounds really cute. But anyway, um, it it uses a pretzel crumb crust, which mm-hmm. for one thing is really I thought was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, and so it uses cr- pretzel crust, which makes sense with German um, mm-hmm. sugar, butter, flour, brown sugar, baking soda, unsulfured molasses. Which I'm not gonna lie to you, I don't know what unsulfured mm. means. I would just use
1: molasses.
0: <laughs> I'm going to probably just use standard molasses. I don't right. really know if it will be unsulfured or not. I'm right. not going to lie. Um, and then an egg. So right. it actually has a bigger list of ingredients than I might normally expect from a depression era because yeah. some of them are like very few ingredients as well because right. you know, people just didn't have it. But anyway. Right. Um, and then, yeah. So, um, yeah. So that is the one that we chose to go with for this. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting dessert.
1: Yes. And then, of course, the coffee. Right. Um, so I am on to this uh, kick with a Christmas blend Starbucks coffee,
0: mm-hmm. which
1: I've been putting into um, like a latte shake, and it is delicious. Nice. And I, I This morning I put um, uh, some creamer in it, some... Um, Oh, what is it? Mocha, peppermint mocha creamer. So nice. That's what I've been doing lately. Nice, what have you been doing? I
0: like it. Yeah. Well, um, last week I was actually doing um, so. My my mother in law, Barb Ben's mom, mm-hmm. um, had given me some um, coffee at Christmas. Okay. And it's from a Grand Rapids company called Jewel. Mm. And I actually I don't know if Mom gave it to you yet, but I actually yes. sent some to you so that you could try it. Yes, I was very um,
1: excited about that.
0: Yeah, and I actually really liked it, so hopefully you'll like it too. Yeah, but, what flavor um,
1: did you have?
0: I had, well, actually today I'm just doing my regular, um, you know, my little... Hand handmade espresso yeah. thing with yeah. some, you know, with some blended milk and cream or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, the the kind that I had tried of the shul uh-huh. is called Nutcracker Sweet. Okay, so it was like a Christmas Ooh, blend, and nice. it was really good. Nice. Um, and then the other one she sent was a Michigan cherry, okay, like Michigan sweet cherry yeah. or something like that. So, I always
1: yeah. like the nuttier flavor.
0: Oh, I know, do too. It, Anything it, that tastes nutty is yes. kind of like. Yeah, I love that.
1: Yeah. It yeah. seems more um, holiday too, I feel like. Yeah.
0: It makes me think like chestnuts and stuff. Even though I'm not gonna lie, I've never had a chestnut in my life. I haven't either. That's you know, but that's again, that's that that British stuff coming out where I'm like chestnuts roasting on an open fire, you know. Literally never done that in my life. No. But you it's know fun to try. <laughs> yes, it would. I mean I do love nuts. So I'm sure I would like that. And open fires. Yes, I love an open fire. So, <laughs> how, what could be, you know, what's Better. to not like? Right.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. All right. You ready for this?
0: I am. Let's dive in.
1: All right. So, I think I'll give a little um, synopsis, if that's all yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, overall, big picture, it's about four orphans, and they live in a, um, a, a re-education school, which was for Native Americans. Um, it's during, obviously, the Great Depression, 1932. And it takes place, it starts in Minnesota. And these, um, it, it's a brother, uh, two brothers. Um, one is named Albert. The other one is Ollie. Is that right, Laura? Odie. 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 Yep. Yeah.
0: And, like Odie the dog.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And... They are the only white kids at the school. Is that right? I think. Yes. I, I remember that correctly. And yes. they are friends with a little boy named Moe's who is a Native American boy and he has had his tongue cut out. So he is, uh, he only does sign language to communicate. So these, um, Odie and, um, and Moe's are pretty good friends And, um, eventually they have to, they decide to run and they escape. Um, and Albert, the brother goes with them and then a little girl named Emmy. So, uh, her mom actually taught at the school and her parents died. Um, that's pretty early on in the book, so I don't think that's too much of a spoiler. No, no. (laughs) Um, so they... Uh, these Native American kids were separated from their parents, and then they were sent to this school to be educated. And um, all four of these kids left this school. Um, and the whole story is pretty much about, it has a, a, a and I, I've seen some people say this, it has a, a very um huck finn feel to it they're floating down the river and uh (laughs) they're trying to get to st louis to their aunt um who they know last they knew she lived in st louis but they use the canoe they use the river to um meet all these different characters and come across all these different towns along their way to their destination. So that's kind of, uh, a little bit about the book. They come into a lot of, um, a lot of different situations and a lot of different characters. Pretty much every town they come across, they meet, you know, unique individuals. Like, um, they run into, a, a farmer. Uh, they, they meet a traveling faith healer. Uh, they meet a group of people that live in a uh, Hooverville that they stay at for a while. So they, you know, you kind of see all sorts of different uh, aspects of the 1930s throughout yeah. this book and the characters that they meet. Um, so that's, that's a little bit about um, this tender land. So Laura, uh, what is your favorite part about this book and what is was your least favorite part?
0: Uh, well, this is probably gonna sound weird, but my favorite part was the beginning. I really like the setup of these boys in this, um, you know, basically like reeducation school almost. yeah. Um, and it's such a sad set up, so I understand why people are probably like, um, why would that be your favorite part? Mm, yeah. But for some reason, I just, it just seemed like a great setup for these, you know, protagonists, and just the villains are so villainous, yes. and just, you know, I mean, um, I, I just liked it, and I thought it was like, what a great setup for, you know, all these, you know, capers that they're going to get into, but then, of mm. course, they get on the river, which, you know, there's there's more good stuff, but I just really like the setup of it,
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and then, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: I was just going to say it was interesting, uh, in the beginning to see, um, oh, oh who was the headmistress? What was her name? Bre- oh, yeah.
0: Was it Bledsoe or something like that? Something was like that. Bledsoe. But she was just and so she evil. Was,
1: <laughs> yes.
0: That, uh, um.
1: It seemed like you wanted the kids to succeed right away. You wanted them to be able to, you know, escape yes. from her. She was, oh, she was yeah, just Yeah, exactly.
0: Terrible. She. Oh, I'm sorry. It was Brickman. Mrs. Brickman. Brickman.
1: Yes, that's right. Mr. and
0: Mrs. Brickman yeah. were the, yeah. Um, and Mr. Brickman was like a pastor, but like really you could tell he didn't, he was not. He didn't yeah. love God at all, and yeah. and the the wife was really the one in charge, and secretly uh-huh. behind the scenes was all pulling all the strings and everything. And and she was just yeah, she was just so like quietly evil. And yes. everyone in the town thought she was the saint because uh-huh. here she runs this school for, um, you know, for these poor Native American boys and blah yeah. blah, blah. You yeah. know, and it's yeah. yeah, it was just a great setup. I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so as far as my least favorite, um, that's tough. I didn't, I wasn't particularly keen on the um, revival mm, yeah. group. Thing. Yeah. I don't know why. I probably just, I don't know. I just, it wasn't my favorite thing. Maybe yeah. because I wasn't quite sure where he was going with that. Mm-hmm. I didn't
1: well, quite understand his, Yeah. you know. I think there was an overall theme, even with um, the, is it Brickman's, you said? Yes. Even with them about outward versus inward appearance and these revival, you know, these travelers who were doing revivals around the country, outside they were healing, quote unquote, inside it looked quite different right. and there was a lot of like unknown um stuff going on so
0: yeah
1: i think he had he this is what kind of made me question where he is spiritually as an author as a person
0: because yeah.
1: i don't know if he chose to do that it really was a theme like even
0: mm-hmm. yeah even
1: the um main character, the little boy, Odie, he uh had this constant uh struggle with he used he used to at the beginning I think he said that God was a tornado and he pictured yes. God just destroying everything in his path and um he really wrestles with that throughout his throughout the whole book. Um, and finding who God really is and what he believes about God. And, um, so I just, I, I think that that was a big, uh, part of the story that the author wanted to put in there. Um,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: I thought that was kind of interesting.
0: Yeah. And, and in the beginning, um, he he talks to his brother about it because he says, you know, I used to think that God was looking out for me yeah. because that's what everyone told me. But now I just see him as tornado God. Mm-hmm. And his brother Albert said something along the lines of, well, you know, even if he was a shepherd, you know, just don't forget a shepherd. Um, his job is to eat the sheep one by one. Mm. Yeah. You know, and so he might be taking care of you, or seem to be taking care of you for the moment, but it's only so that he can eat you. Right. You know? And so, yeah, I agree with you. There was definitely this feeling of, like, first of all, a a bit of a coming of age. Yes. um, Kind of from a very simplistic view of the world. Yeah. Into seeing that there is a lot of terrible things in the world. And, of course, they would have have known that anyway. Mm -hmm. I mean, they'd had a a very tough beginning to their lives, um, with their parents dying and whatnot. And then of course being in this school where terrible things were happening and, Mm -hmm. and you always had to kind of just look out for yourself and, you know, but at the same time, it's definitely, he's coming to a new phase of trying to understand the world. Mm -hmm. So, um, so it makes sense that, that he would be developing his ideas on god and that kind of thing right um but yeah you do kind of question throughout like is he trying to is the author trying to point out that um we need to look deeper Mm -hmm. for the hidden motives and the hidden things Mm -hmm. um, within a person right um or is he specifically targeting um the idea that yeah. That God, that God is good or is he, you know, I, I yeah. just, I wasn't quite sure. And honestly, either way, it doesn't really matter because I'm sure he's, he, you know, it, he's, he's written what he's written. And so I, 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 yeah, you, you're going to take from it what you will, obviously. Right. Um, and for me, I just kind of go, well, that's sad. You know, like these yes. poor little boys who are, you yeah. know, just kind of thrown out on their own because yeah they think they're going to be better off just fending for themselves. And really they kind of are. Mm.
1: Yeah, in this story, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I yeah. I think it was an accurate portrayal of what America looked like in the Depression era. I like that part yeah. was actually the most interesting to me. Seeing all these different uh, bubbles of, yes, society of society and how they dealt with the Depression. And one yes. of the um, characters was a farmer who, uh, I, he was, he, um, lost his wife and daughter
0: or they left.
1: Right. And I, I
0: think the thought was that they had left him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And he pretty much takes the kids on for a little bit as like slaves. Like he makes them work the land and
0: um, he's,
1: he's abusive and Uh, He says something about um, God is not put in a building and then he talks about uh, this tender land and, you know, that's obviously where the title of the book came from. Um, But, you know, you get kind of glimpses into the author's thinking of what does God look like? And... You know, uh, some of these ideas are, it's like they're just slightly true enough for people to Mm -hmm. believe them. I think that's what bothered Mm -hmm. me the most about this book.
0: Yeah, because in general, he's not wrong. Right. He's not wrong that God is not, right. um, But in the, you know, dwell in houses made of men, that's in the Bible. He's not wrong that, that, um, you know, you have to look deeper than skin, skin skin deep. Jesus talks about whitewashed sepulchers, Mm -hmm. you know, so uh, he's, yeah, he's taking these ideas that they're not wrong. He's taking that little pinch of truth and then yep. kind of throwing in this modernist or postmodern yes. twist of yes. God is whatever you want Him to be, yep. or God is you know like you can find God anywhere and in anything or whatever you know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I I, I totally agree because because. Yeah. What's actually said mm-hmm. by the characters, yeah. for the most part, is not wrong. And God is a tornado. Mm-hmm. God is a consuming fire. Mm-hmm. He isn't safe. He's not tame. Mm-hmm. He's the lion. Mm-hmm. He—he's you know C.S. Lewis talks about you know you know the kids are asking oh well is he he's a lion well is he very safe no of course he's not safe right. you know right um, but he he's not a destroyer just to destroy and I think right. that's what Odie would have said yes you know. Yes. Um, Yeah, so sorry, I kind of just... No, nope, you perfectly right
1: explained, uh, you know, I, my problem with the book. That was the part that I didn't enjoy reading it. It yes. first of all made me sad because it can be such a... People can look at this book and say, wow, this is such great writing. This is an interesting story. We got to see, you know, history throughout. And all those things can be true. However, I think that um, it's so important, especially now, like in the day that we're living in, to weigh everything against the truth of God's word. And you know, looking yeah. at this book just on surface level, um, you know, you can you can see some of these things that you might agree with. And I think a lot of Christians, mm-hmm. the time has come where God is is separating, you know,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: and a lot of Christians might look at this and say, yeah, I agree with all of these things. And yet, yeah, the the core of what he is saying it it's not true it's not true yeah and, and to to not let what you're
0: consuming erode the the uh truth of yeah. scripture and and what is God's truth um and yeah i I totally agree with you I just i, I agree with you in the end I kind of was just like well I I guess I just felt a little bit sad because yes. um you know, it's like we look at this same picture and arrive at such a different yeah. view of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and for these boys who are just convinced that God doesn't care about them and, in fact, is actively out yes. to get them. Yes. Um, and, yeah, it, that, that was just a bit sad to me. Mm-hmm. Although I will say it was interesting, too, and I don't know how accurate this is or not, but it was interesting, too, to me how he's going through this land. And, of course, as we said, it's the Depression era. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's a very um, vagrant and migrant society. Mm -hmm. It's very, I mean, it's very transient. You've got tons of what they would have called hobos, Mm -hmm. you know, hopping the rails and just going place to place looking for work or, or, or some of them just looking to find it an easy target to rob or what? Right. you know?
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and so you see all these sections of society and we would go, Oh my gosh, look at the unrest. Look yeah. at the, it's so everything's up in the air. Uh-huh. But for the most part, most of the characters were actually pretty optimistic and hopeful. Yeah. Um, yeah. they didn't see their lives as this big tragedy. They didn't see the world around them as like, Oh, this is awful. I mean, they saw the problems. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh-huh. Um, but overall, they still felt that they were, they could, I, I guess they still, how I would describe it is they still believed in the American dream. Yes. Yep. And I struggle with even those words, the American dream. Right. Because in one sense, I th- I think the idea that um, with God's help, we can create something better is not necessarily wrong. Right. Um. But it's the idea that the 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 most that we're going to get out of life is, like, a house and a car and a blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, that, that part is just sad to me. Yes. Um, so I, I struggle with even just those words because I really don't know what people right. even mean exactly right. when they say them. Yes. Um, but I think it was very much alive and well uh-huh. in the 30s, yeah. even though things were so hard financially. Yeah. People still had this vision of the future as being better than mm-hmm. today and that they were going to find a way to uh, provide for their family and eventually things would be better yeah. and you know it, there was just yeah. this optimism that a I hope. don't yeah yes there was there was such optimism and I don't I don't see that yeah. so much yeah um in our well, in our think, society today
1: and this book portrays it uh, in a, in quite uh open way to me but i think a lot of our terms have become hijacked in a way and redefined yes. so i think that that has changed how people view our world and our society and our problems yeah um and you know it's satan so subtle yeah <laughs> Yeah. And, and even in this book, things have been, you know, there there are topics that they don't say what it is, but there's an underlying message there. One thing that uh, I... I looked up quite a bit of information on it because when I read it, okay, so it was the part where for those of you that haven't read it or don't remember part of the story, Mose goes off by himself at one point. Do you remember this? Yes. And he pretty much tries to discover who he is. It's like his own um, journey of finding out his culture, his heritage. And he found out um, a little bit about the Dakota conflict of 1862, where um, there were 38 Sioux Indians that were executed and hundreds more that died um, during this conflict. And, and he comes back and shares this story with Odie and the rest of the group. And Odie has this sense of... Um, I, I wish I had the book with me because I, I would look up the quote, the exact quote. And so I might be butchering it. <laughs> but yeah. um he, he says something to the effect of, or he thinks, something like, I felt like I couldn't uh, say anything because who am I to, you know, I, am just a, a white boy, um, you know, and this happened to his, his ancestors. And, um, and again, I'm, I'm butchering it, but, um, the overall concept was very interesting to me in that, in that thought process of Odie's. And I kind of dug a little deeper because, I know that right now um, that can be something that a lot of people are debating and discussing. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I always want to come at at something, even a a book um, that is for enjoyment with uh, the truth of the word of God. And um, so, I, you know, I really dove into that a little bit and. Um, for those of you that have not heard of critical race theory, I would encourage you to look into that. Um, it's an interesting topic and I'm not going to go off on it, but I, I think that it's important, so important for Christians to see what is happening in our society and to research it for themselves and to, Uh, stack everything up against the Word of God and to really dive into what does Jesus say about this, you know, because the world is so loud right now. And it's so easy to be swayed back and forth by every wave of teaching. And Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I just, I just really encourage everybody to weigh it against the word of God, um, yeah. which is really, it, it was kind of an eye-opening experience for me. Like I had, that's what I had to do. Um, so there's my little, <laughs> my little tangent, but yeah, I just thought it was well, very interesting uh, how he put that in there. And it was so subtle um, that, you know, maybe some people didn't even even see it for what it it was, or didn't catch it. Um,
0: well, honestly, I'm not sure. I thought too much about it. I sort yeah. of, I, I I thought, I think I sort of briefly saw it, but thought, okay, well, you know, what uh-huh. that's weird, mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, not you know, just thinking, okay, I wonder if that's really how someone would react, you know, yeah. like in the but, 30s or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Um, but let me. I actually, I, I'm not sure if this is what you're referring to, but it's where okay. Mo's. Um, tells this whole story yeah. about these people and the the injustice that's done to them. and um, mm-hmm. So it so as most told the story, tears coursed down my cheeks too. Mm-hmm. All this, this gross inhumanity, this unconscionable miscarriage of justice mm-hmm. had taken place in the area where I'd spent the last four years of my life. Yet yeah, not once in any lesson taught at the Lincoln Indian Training School had I learned of it. To this day, I can't tell you if I wept for those wronged people or for Moe's, whose pain I could feel powerfully, or if I wept because of the guilt that weighed so heavily on my heart. Mm-hmm. I'd come from different people than Moe's. My skin was the same color as that of the people who cheered when Amdaka died. I, I'm not sure who Amdaka is, but I'm assuming he's one of those 38. Um mm-hmm. The same colors those who'd done horrible things to a whole tribal nation, and I felt the taint of their crimes in my blood. Mm. Um, and then it goes on that you know it goes on from there. Yeah. But um, but that's kind of the end of that chapter as well. Yeah,
1: and and the beginning of that. Yes, weep with those who weep, mourn with those who mourn. What a horrible thing to have happened. And you know, Moses, yeah. he's he's uh, he's feeling his pain um yeah. and then it moves into kind of a more modern idea and right um and and i thought that too laura is this really how someone would react especially uh well, how old was he Tw-
0: i think what? they want to i want to say he's like 10 or yeah, 12 you know maybe maybe 12 <laughs> yeah you know he's yeah um Pre preteen, I believe, but yeah. I, I mean, I could be wrong on that. But I want to say preteen, and, um, and say, then Albert's a little bit older. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah.
1: I will say every author does this. um Sure, you know, obviously, it, that's and
0: and there's really not a great way to avoid it if you're writing about history. Ex- yeah, if you're going to get inside the head of your characters, there, you know, if if they've been set in a time period that's not your own, of course they're going to have. Yeah, you're going to have a different view. On historical events right. and how 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 are you gonna write accurately about that if you mm-hmm. haven't lived it you know I guess if you do your research really well, maybe you could try to put yourself there mm-hmm. um but I, yeah it's um it it is something that I sort of i i honestly kind of skipped over it a bit I thought well that's that is I don't know if that's really how a ten year old would have responded in thirties, mm-hmm. but you know um I just kind of went okay, well, yeah next chapter you yeah. know mm-hmm. um. But, yeah, I think you're you're probably right about that. I think and, the um, word
1: that, um, that, oh, like, made me think was the word guilt. That he guilt. felt guilt. Yeah. Um. Yep. So that kind of and,
0: careened. I, I, and there's, there's nothing wrong with feeling guilt where guilt is due, for sure. Right. Um, mm-hmm. but sitting in it is where it becomes a problem because, it's completely unproductive. Mm -hmm. Um, and I tend to go, okay, who, who would be happiest if I just sat in guilt and Mm -hmm. did nothing about it, you know? Right. Um, not God. I don't, you know, that's, that's not his plan. Right. Um, that's not his goal to make us feel awful about ourselves. And Mm -hmm. so we can just sit in, in a place where, you know, let's, let's just, you know, call ourselves every form of evil. Um, we, you know, yeah, I, I, that's, that's not of God Right. now. Does God, you know, does God judge and does he say this is wrong? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to own your part in that, mm-hmm. that's absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. But don't stay in um that. Right. Yeah. Right. But not to, but not to live there. Right. Yeah. And to make decisions out of that place mm-hmm. or out of, you know, Yeah.
1: All right. I am curious what you thought about the end of the book, the the ending.
0: Yeah. Um, so, okay. There. I mean, I don't know if we have to go into it, but there's kind of there is kind of a twist at the end. Mm-hmm. You sort of see some interrelatedness among all the characters that are not. That's not obvious mm-hmm. during the book. Right. Um, so obviously, you know that the Brickmans are kind of. Um, on their tail and trying to follow them, yeah. and they're trying to get them back. And it's kind of like, why, why do they care? They're so yeah. right. Like they're so evil to these kids, and they could have just. I mean, there wasn't a much oversight. Mm. It seemed like mm-hmm. for that school, so it seems like they could have just sort of gotten away with them, just sort of disappearing, and no one would really know the difference, right? Um, especially because. Two of them, Odie and Albert, are true orphans. They have no living parents, right. supposedly. And, um, you know, I think, does Moe's, Moe's might have somebody, but maybe not. I don't, I don't know that I he don't does. I think
1: he did. I could be wrong. I think
0: his parents were dead. Yeah. And then Emmy, of course, she had her mom, but her mom dies really early, early right. on. So these are, I mean, these kids are, they have nobody. Um true orphans. Um, yeah. So why? Are you going to such lengths to get these right. kids back? You know, um, but yeah. So there, so there's a bit of a twist at the end, and you sort of come to find out why uh-huh. um, why they put up such a, a struggle and such a fight to get yeah. these kids back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I actually I enjoyed the twist. I thought uh-huh. it was a good. It, it was. I thought it was good closure to kind of yeah um, wrap up the whole story. Yeah. What did you think?
1: I I enjoyed it too. I thought that that was uh, one of the best parts of the book. <laughs> yeah. I, I enjoyed that. Yeah. And I didn't see it coming either. So no, I didn't that either. That was, um, kind of fun to read. I mean, not fun, but you know what I mean? <laughs> like yeah. it was, it was yeah. interesting. So
0: yeah. And and I have to say for, I, I'm not sure I realized until probably the, the last, words of the book that mm-hmm. this was supposed to be kind of a take on the odyssey yeah um, yeah i don't know if i ever really had caught that and I odie. i wouldn't have thought odysseus uh-huh. i wouldn't have thought oh that's short for odysseus yeah yeah um So that was kind of interesting, too. The last words, I'm going, oh. Uh
1: Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. You know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then you start going, oh, okay, so where are those elements in the book and which Uh characters represented which, you know, elements? And it's been a long time since I've read The Odyssey, so I don't remember much of it. But yeah,
1: um, I think you could
0: certainly do another reading of The Odyssey and then go back and try to find the characters. I think
1: he took a lot of inspiration from The Odyssey, Huck Finn. Charles yes. Dickens, he said, was yep. one of his favorite writers. That makes sense, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was interesting to see kind of all those ideas intertwined Yeah. Uh, in his It writing. definitely was. Yeah. So, can we do ratings? Yes. I want definitely. to know, what are you going to rate this Tenderland?
0: So, um, just for those of you who, uh, you know, um, may not be as much coffee freaks, as Becky and I, um, just to do a quick overview. We've got a five-star rating system, um, mm-hmm. one obviously being our lowest and five stars being the best. Mm-hmm. Um, and for this particular book, I'm actually, I'm feeling kind of smack dab in the middle about it. I'm going to give it, it's, it, I'm going to give it a, a an eight o'clock. Okay. Um, which is a three. Is be, that what
1: you said? Which is a
0: three. Yeah. It's a three. Yeah. Eight o'clock coffee would be a three. Mm-hmm. Um, because... There is a lot to like about it. Yeah. But, and and this should be obvious, it is an odyssey. Mm-hmm. It it kind of just keeps going. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. <laughs> there's like a lot of episodes and yeah. a lot of different settings and that kind of thing, which can be really nice. But also at times it felt a little bit like, oh, my gosh. Like, there, <laughs> yes. I, I had a few moments yes. where I was just kind of like, have we met? I think we've met enough people now. Right. Are we done? Like. <laughs> i mean i just and maybe it's just me it's not that it was written badly or no, anything it just kind of i don't know like i i had moments where i was kind of like all right wrap it up here. Let's, let's wrap this up Good, yeah. we you know but one good thing so, about that
1: though was it's like oh they haven't i mean they did come across some characters again but for the most part they like when they said goodbye it's like okay i don't have to remember them anymore <laughs>
0: It, yes, yes. Like it was very episodic where it's yeah. like, Okay, that episode's done, yeah, on to the next yeah. one kind of thing. Yeah. Um but yeah, I so I kind of in the end I sort of felt middle of the road mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. I I was like, it it was good. Um I, I was able to finish it, but it wasn't my most favorite read ever yeah. either. Yeah. Um so I ended up giving it an eight o'clock. Yeah. Okay. So what about you?
1: Well, Laura <laughs> <laughs> I actually was going to give it an eight o'clock as well because ah, yes. I know Woo-hoo. there were ups, there were downs, there were, yes. you know, I did exactly. overall enjoy it. Um, and I would say that I would recommend it. Um, it had a little bit of a slower pace, I think. Yeah. Um, which turned out to be fine in this style. You know, of yes, writing. It I works. Was fine with that. It works. Yeah. Yeah. I actually I don't say this often. Probably, I don't know if I've ever said this on this podcast, especially. Um, but I really felt like this could be a great, um, like, mini series. Uh, I like could television, see that. You know, mini series.
0: Yeah. Uh, because I could there see were, that.
1: Because there were so many characters, there were so many yeah. themes. There were, like, it was just abundant. And,
0: set, and settings kind of yeah. all over the Midwest. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. So. Um, I, I would agree with you on that. I hadn't thought about that, but I think you're right. It yeah. would it would lend itself well to a miniseries. Yeah.
1: So 8 o'clock it is for both of us, which.
0: Which, again, is a three for those of you. <laughs> yes. It's a three.
1: You know, who
0: are, who a are. Three. Who are, who are counting. <laughs> the number of the counting <laughs> shall be Three so yeah but i i've definitely enjoyed talking about it with you yeah
1: yeah it was good so our next book coming up i am very excited about this is not a book that i have read before it's called uh the guest list and it's by lucy foley i think is how you say her last name Um, If you want to purchase a copy or check it out, you can go to groundsfordiscussionpodcast.com, click on the link, and it will take you right to Amazon where you can buy it or get it another way. But we would love for you to read it with us because, come on, that's the fun part of it, right? Yes. And then you know exactly what we're talking about. (laughs) Exactly. So um, thanks, Laura, for... Uh, hashing this one out with me.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: (laughs) And thank you guys for joining us on Grounds for Discussion, where the books and the coffee are a perfect blend.